welcome to The Back of the Net, football podcast by football fans for football fans. Rob, good afternoon to you. Digwit. Connors of Hathorne-ish. Oh, Tommy on a wire fod. And that's the extent of our Irish. <laughs> shout out to shout out to P Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Paddy, huh? Doctor Death. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, return to uh, football, which um, is both boring the pants off both of us and being depressing as ever. But anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> you have down here that um, what's next for Lionel Messi? After PSG smashed their back doors in, did you catch that match at all? Did you see any I of it? Didn't I? Didn't catch any of it. Now that's the truth. I seen the result, yeah. and wasn't overly surprised on it because Barcelona are just awful. There's there's Barcelona being awful, and then there's Barcelona just being awful. They took the lead, and in the new camp, empty new camp, and PSG just absolutely pinned them in. Kylian Mbappe. The guy is a like he's a mix between Usain Bolt and George Best. Killian Mbappe is the future, dude. I'm telling you, yeah. he is an animal. He's an like absolute, what age? He, yeah, what age is he? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Uh, World Cup winner. Absolute beast. Um, yeah. You never get to really see him until he comes to the Champions League stage because obviously he's playing for PSG in France. Yeah. But People he in France absolutely don't even watch the French league. Yeah, he absolutely ruined. Barcelona, and I know this isn't like Barcelona, like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, but still, he like made shit of Jared Piquet. There's, there, there's a great, there's a still going around. I think it's, a, it's a meme now at this stage, but it's basically Mbappe running, and all his, all his legs and arms are at right angles, like, a, like a sprinter. They're at, they defined at right angles, and yeah. it just, it has Piquet's hand on his shirt, and he's just bolting away, and his tactic was amazing. Uh, just he is the future. He is going to be one of the best players. Um, he needs to leave PSG to have that. You know, he's a World Cup winner with France, but yeah. like domestically, he does need need to leave the French league and compete uh, in either Spain or England. Um, and there's only certain clubs that can afford that 175 million fee. Yeah, and right now it's not Real Madrid or Barcelona. <laughs> no, it ain't. No, it ain't. You know? uh, it's you know if Liverpool can, Jesus Christ, I don't know how many years sell ago their you, squad. Yeah, you, <laughs> you said Mbappe up and Allison will be fine. <laughs> Mbappe is coming to Liverpool. It's 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 written in the stars. Dave is dreaming. Now all of a sudden it's maybe you never know. Um, know if, he came, if he came to Liverpool, I would I would, I would stop supporting football. That's it. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> As a Liverpool supporter, it's just gonna be yeah. ridiculous now. It's not fair. No. I would love to see him come to Liverpool. I don't think it'll happen for a simple reason. We don't have the clout of Man City or, or um, Real Madrid. Who, yeah. you know, Real Madrid haven't spent anything for, what, three windows now? Yeah. So you'd imagine to have something in reserve. Or and considering, considering Liverpool were, were, were stumbling over buying a central defender yeah. in, Janu- in January, might tell you that the pockets are a little tight at the moment. Then again, the pockets Maybe are that's tight. what might are tight. Yeah, maybe that's why they're tight because they have a future project. But that's that's conjecture. That's that's hearsay, and that's us fucking like wishing it's going to happen. Um, uh, I mean, he's going to have some fight. Well, he's going to have he's going to have some fight to get the number seven jersey off Milner. I'll tell you that. That's the only thing. 
<laughs> Could you get two more different players? Um, yeah. But no, no, the Look. Barcelona PSG was was two things. It was the 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 the, the show of just an amazing world class talent in Mbappe, and then the, the the demise basically of Barcelona. What happens yeah. to Messi at the end of the year? Where he's going to go? Because he will go. Because for two reasons, Barcelona don't want them anymore because they can't afford to buy anyone else. Anyone they sell that they've bought recently, they're going to make a loss on it. They're, yeah. they're one point something billion in debt, and Messi's contract was revealed by a Barcelona insider. So, you know, it's written the stars he's going to leave, but no, he, he's one hundred percent he's going to leave because uh, his contract is up. Yeah, so one hundred percent he's leaving. Mm. Um, and it's just a matter two, of where he goes. There's only two teams. There's PSG. There's two teams in Europe. There's PSG and there's Man City. That's it. Yeah, I, um, I personally see it being him going to the Man City group. Whether I, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Lionel Messi could play in the Premier League now. Yeah, I don't think he could. Uh, I could be wrong. I mean, he could, they could roll him out for the big games, roll him out for the Champions League games and the games against uh, Liverpool, United, Chelsea. And things like that, but uh, you, I mean, he's he's already preempted the USA. Mm. He's an Argentinian player. He'd be fucking huge uh, with the with the Hispanic population, um, and it'd bring probably the biggest amount of viewers over here towards uh, towards MLS. Um, and he'd probably be the biggest import since David Beckham. He will be the biggest import and bigger than David Beckham. Oh, of course. Um, but he's, but just, he's such a fantastic player. Like he has a lot to offer. But I it's, just I, I don't think that you see the players coming into the Premier League, yeah. uh, the likes of Timo Werner, who are you know they're they're at their peak of youth and fitness, yeah. and they're struggling in the Premier League because yeah. it's so fucking physical. Yeah, and even you can you can throw Naby Keita if you want to be a Liverpool fan, throw Naby Keita into that as well. He hasn't been able to keep up with the Joneses. Throw him under a bus. <laughs> yeah, well he's he's throwing himself under a number of fucking buses. It looks like <laughs> his injury list. Um, it's, a sad, is, it's a it's a sad it's a sad old end to to his. To his uh, relationship with Barcelona, it is no fairness. The best player yeah. ever played the game, and it's just it's coming to a, a, a pretty disastrous end. And it seems like the usual end to a Barcelona Champions League where they get absolutely smashed in the last yeah, 16 Bar- or quarterfinals. Barcelona should have let him move in the summer. Yeah, you know there would yeah. be there was there was a bit of pride involved in that. They should have let him. Everyone would have moved on. He would have left the legend. You know, now he's probably going to leave on a sour note because they won't have won anything. Yeah, you know, and it's. I th- I think the player deserves better, but you know, the other side of it is, he's had a hand to play in his, in that as well. You well, know, he has, like, but like, I mean, I don't like the Barcelona will run like a shit show, uh, for the last five five or six years. Selen Suarez was a fuck. Selen Suarez to your nearest, your second nearest rivals in a, in Atletico Madrid. What was the thinking behind that? That was that was insane. In terms um, of Suarez, it might turn out to be a great move because he's probably going to win the league. Yeah, well, it looks like it. It's Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid that are well, Real Madrid are stumbling over, but um, they're getting the best out of Suarez. Um, don't want to meet Atletico Madrid, being a Liverpool supporter in the Champions League. Uh, would like to avoid them for now. Um, but yeah, I mean, going from Kylian Mbappe to Messi, to Messi it's a it's a sad old end to his uh, stint. But uh, there's just two teams in Europe that can afford him, and that's Man City and that's um, uh, PSG. So yeah, we'll see what happens in the summer. Yeah, but look, 
for me, the currently the best player in the world, and I think by some distance, distance is Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. Um, and I think your man, uh, Haaland, will will be there yeah. or thereabouts. That guy just keeps banging them in. Yeah. I seen a statistic there the other day where he has scored against every team he's played in the Champions League. That kid is a machine. He's an yeah. absolute. His father was Alfinger Haaland, a defensive midfielder for Leeds United. Who that right got, got his legs smashed in pieces. Yeah, right key smashed into pieces. Mm. And for some reason, the spawn of him is is this amazing striker. So, um, yeah, I mean, you see players like... Ha- I mean, there, there is there is uh, hope of Barcelona that they have all these players coming through, like Pooch and, and Fatty, uh, that are coming through the, 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 the Barcelona youth system. Um, but they're like, what, three, four, five years off. And there's never going to be another Messi. Um, no, no, that's so, not true. There will be another Messi. It's just it won't be now. <laughs> you know, I don't think there will like, be a player like that. I think the game's gone way too athletic. No, no I, don't I think, really I think the game's. I think the game's gone. I think Mbappe is is basically a product of that. Mbappe is six foot tall, built oh, okay. like a sprinter. Yeah, no, okay. Look, I know what you're. I know what you're saying there. But what I'm saying is there will be every generation will have. There will be that one player. Do you know no, what there mean? will be that one player. I'm, no, no, I understand that. There will be that one player. But in relation to Messi's physique and the way he plays the game and the position that he plays and the, the way it's changed over the years, I don't think there'll be ever a player like Messi. Um, in, in, and the same as Iniesta and the same as Xavi. They're small, petite, dynamic uh, players and they just don't exist anymore. Um, I, I, I think Messi... I, uh, yeah, you're probably right in terms of physique. He's probably... The most naturally gifted footballer I think anyone has ever yeah. seen. Like if you look at Cristiano Ronaldo and look, don't take anything away from him at all. I don't think he was as naturally gifted as as um, as uh, Messi. Messi. But I think that guy just worked his socks off, yeah. and it's like the biggest compliment you can pay to that he is. To be fair, to call one better than the other, I think is very unfair. Because Ronaldo is just a machine. He's just an yeah. absolute machine. And, you know, with the exception of a stint at United, <laughs> um, you know, you got to admire him. And you couldn't, for me, my preference would be Messi. But, I, you know, if you, if you were to say give them a score out of 100, both of them would be 99.5 out of 100. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the age-old question in this generation, who's the best player, Messi or Ronaldo? And the fact of the matter is, they're two different types of players, and they can yeah. be they can they can coexist as two of the best players in the generation, but in different ways. Um, you don't have to feed into Messi's better than Ronaldo. Ronaldo's better than Messi. There are two different types of players that absolutely smashed records left, right, and center, and they're both fantastic and world class. And they just achieved what they achieved in different ways for different teams. Um, and the Spanish league are going to when when Messi does leave, the Spanish league are going to have a big void to fill oh. because people watch in relation to viewers and stuff especially when there's no fans they, they watch Barcelona for one player one player alone that's Messi they don't watch them for Coutinho or Pique or, or Ter Stegen they watch them for, for Messi and once yeah. he leaves that's going to take an awful lot of viewership away from the Liga so I'll be interested well, to see the results of that I think Barcelona will be years in the doldrums after this yeah. years you know, somewhat in the state like of Manchester United after after Alex Ferguson left. I think it's that yeah. that big a thing. Um, I hope I, I, he comes back. You know, not not as a player, but you know, 
it'd be like the situation that I'd see with James Milner now. Like, if James Milner isn't given a coaching role at that club at Liverpool, yeah, something is wrong. You know, when he decides it, to hang up his boots. It, it, it's sort of along the lines of Lewis and Moore Rodriguez, uh, Rodriguez um, situation, a dream team, Harchester United. Similar to that, I would think, when he left and he came back. Um, you know, because ratings fell. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Jerry Block. Um but, no, don't we're forgetting about this. We're forgetting about Pochettino. Um, getting the best of Mbappe. Maybe that's the, the key to it. Maybe Poch is weaving his magic with um with Mbappe taking him off the leash because there's he's definitely a different player than he was under under Thomas Tuchel. Look, I, I, I think we can we can sum up Pochettino in a couple of sentences, right? right Look on. at Spurs now. Right. Okay. Jose has pretty much the same team with the exception of one or two people that he's brought in. And Pochettino consistently had them fighting for the title in the Champions League and, you know, mm. getting close to Cubs. Okay, he never got in over the line, but he mm. was seriously overachieving with that club. Seriously overachieving. And he had them playing some fantastic football too. Great to watch. Yeah. yeah. The worst. So that, that'll, te- that'll tell you everything about Pochettino. I think... Um, in a previous pod, you said he's probably there for two years and then he'll move on. You're probably right, but I think with Pochettino, PSG can win the Champions League. Champions League, yeah, that'll be uh, that's their that's their goal. That's Poch's aim. That's his target. So we'll see how it goes. But like, I'm actually happy for him. He's, he seems comes across like a nice a nice lad, and the job he did at Spurs was fucking tremendous. Um, I know it fell off a cliff a bit near the end. But like I mean, Jose Mourinho has taken over, and it's it's been shown to have these flashes, but the consistency is definitely not there. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I just think I just think that's that's the difference now. I'm not taking anything away from Jose Mourinho. It's just I think the club he inherited from Pochettino is just full of players that Jose Mourinho wouldn't use in his system. And I think it's 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 uh, emphasised with the signing of Gareth Bale. You thought that is not a Jose Mourinho signing. He doesn't want players like that at all. And even even Gareth Bale's agent said that Bale is in the uh, the twilight of his career right now and just winding down the years and he has enough money to support himself and his family forever. And that's it. And I mean, that's your and that's your agent saying that he's been a voice for you. So, yeah. I mean, the guy's played two, his two starts. Jose doesn't trust him. He's right. Yeah. Um, like, and he's going back to Real Madrid. And do you know how much? Do you know how much the Spurs? I found out Spurs are actually paying fifteen million a year for him. Yeah, the the sixteen million loan fee. Yeah. Um, so what? Uh, what? Uh, that was like. So that works out at his salary. Yeah. So Spurs Spurs are paying fifty percent of his salary. Yeah, which is which, which is sixty million. Gareth Bale is on something like six hundred thousand a week. That's what he's wow. on. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shocking, uh, yeah. and he's going back to Real Madrid. <laughs> he's not. He's not going back to Real Madrid. Real well, where's he going? What's no, going to happen? Yeah, uh, what's his name? Um, what's the Real Madrid? Zidane. Mm. Fuck's sake, my head is like a sieve. Uh, so excited about my surgery tomorrow. Um, Zidane has said that he's not coming back to Real Madrid. So that's it. So. <laughs> they're going to have to cancel his contract and pay him off. Yeah, that's the case. That, that, see, they they were hoping that he'd go to Spurs and then they'd sign him next year. Not a hope. It's, that's not happening. That's not, not happening. a hope. So they're going to have to cancel his contract or or let him go for free somewhere. Yeah, well, there's a there's an old seat available in question of sport if he wants to take on that role. Just go on that. And, 
33 <laughs> years of age with his man bun. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting old thing the way that's happened at Spurs, but uh, you can tell Jose doesn't trust him and it's not going to work out there. So he, he'd either get his contract cancelled or who knows, it'll go to the courts or something like that. But I don't know what's going on in that lad's head. Yeah, maybe look, he's just had enough. Doesn't need the money. Looks like he's had enough for the last three years. Yeah, but like if you look at the money he's on, like he's making 2.4 million a month on average. Like that's ridiculous. I mean, he was he was initially when Ronaldo left, or sorry, when, when a year or a year and a half, two years before Ronaldo left, Bale was the one seen as the successor to Ronaldo. Yeah. And he, compl- he completely flopped, which tells you the the job that Ronaldo did there. And like you said, the work rate he put in to change in his, uh, his role at, at um, Real Madrid from like a winger. To yeah. a full, like an absolute striker. That's a you, goal machine. Yeah, right, right. I, I think I think you could have put Ronaldo in at centre back, and he would have been the best centre back in the yeah. world. He works that hard. You know, like yeah. Saying, yeah, it's Absolutely. it's that simple. I I think yeah. that's completely the way it is. He mm. just there's nothing in his life other than football. I don't mean that mm. in a bad way. You know, I'm just saying that's that's all he has. All he has. Yeah. All he has. You know, and uh, I look more luck to him. Uh, well, not more luck to him because, in fairness, he's pretty lucky. Um, an average amount of luck to. <laughs> I wish. I mean, he's been fairly lucky, so like, yeah, we'll leave it there. Yeah, prick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Irish begrudgery. Rather sour. <laughs> uh, Liverpool uh, back on winning ways, Robert. But for think? how long? What do you think? How long is this going to last? It won't last too long. They're too inconsistent. Um, I was glad to see Kabak back, but I would have preferred to see Davis in there with him. Um, play defenders and defenders, free up the midfield. The performance wasn't bad at all. We played okay. Um, yeah. We played okay. Nothing spectacular. Um, Kabak, yeah, Kabak was pretty good. I thought he had a decent game. Um, but can he do it on a cold night in Stoke? Can anyone do it in a cold night in Stoke? By it's fucking bitter cold over there. Do Stoke want to do it in a cold night in Stoke? Cold night in Stoke. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a, it was it was nice to see a result, clean sheet. Addison playing well, not having brain farts. Uh, good to see a centre back at centre back. I know Henderson was there, but what can you do? That's the team he's picking, and great to see Manny and Salah get on the, get on the sheet. Um, Manny has been out for a while, and he hasn't looked the player he was. But uh, you only hope you can never pre- you can never predict with Liverpool this season because, like you said, they've been so consistent. So you can only hope to take it into Everton, who were absolutely dire against Manchester City uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, they rested Calvert Lewin, so you can expect to see him on um, on Saturday Saturday evening. Um, but yeah, overall, you'd hope that they can take it in, but. I think, like I said before, the Champions League is a nice uh, distraction from the the pressures of the Premier League and their form and stuff. So, you know what? If if they if they drop out of top four or if they get fourth and they have a massive run, the Champions League and get to the final, I mean, it's there to be won. The game between PSG and Barcelona proved that. So. Yeah, uh, look, it, it's an interesting one. Um, you know, would I like to see Liverpool win the Champions League? Absolutely. Do I think it'll happen? No. Um, We've just been too inconsistent this year, um, but then again, I think it's made for that. We got I think it's made for that. Yeah, it's made for the Champions League. I mean, you think about our league form two thousand and five with Benitez when we were in the league. We were made for a cup competition. 
that's what I think anyway. That's why I said it, it, I'd rather take the Champions League this year. I think Liverpool are made for one-off games or two-legged games. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the, the football has been that bad that they can actually benefit from it. And it seems like the teams, the teams in England have kind of figured Liverpool out. Certain teams in England have figured out the 4-2-3 formation. Uh, Henderson dropping to the right-hand side and the, the uh, full-backs moving on. It doesn't seem like in Europe they've figured that out yet. No. It's still a bit of a mystery because they don't see them every day or every week. Um, so, yeah, I'd love Liverpool to win the Champions League. I think there's a, I think there's a, a great opportunity right now for them to get their hands on number seven. And Klopp will go down as an absolute fucking legend to bring two, two European Cups home and a first league in 30 years. Yeah, Klopp's going down as an absolute legend anyway. That's that's guaranteed. Well, that's that's guaranteed because in fact, league. I think we should rename the cup now the Jurgen Cup. The Jurgen Cup. Yeah, he's he's definitely down as a as a Liverpool legend. He's the first league title in thirty years. Um, but I think two European cups. I mean, that is some cherry on the on the cake right there. That, that's uh, a cherry I, on top of the cherry. Let's face it. Is, it is, it is, and like City are going to be unstoppable. They're on that that City run that they get into where they're going to win 18, 19 games in a row. Yeah, Absolutely fine that De Bruyne to come back, Aguero's fit again. They're going to do it. But just to, to have it in Europe and to get that number seven over the line, with, yeah. and there's a great chance for it. And Liverpool had seemed to be a different beast in Europe, even against Manchester City. Yeah, but that was, that's always the case, though, Rob. I mean, you look at our um, our run to the final uh, when we lost to Real Madrid. Mm. I mean, our league form was as inconsistent as... And what did we finish that year? Sixth or something like that? Fifth? No, no, I think, I think they finished fourth. Fourth, but it was like yeah. the last game of the season sort of a thing. Or... Yeah. yeah. And, but, our, you know, but we were unstoppable in Europe. Yeah. So, yeah. You, know, you know, I'd be all for that. Yeah. You know, I'd be hot for sticking two fingers up to every other team. Yeah, yeah, you won the league, but we got our seventh European Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and that's, that's what I'm saying. I think I think it, Liverpool right now, the, the way that it's injuries, new signings, inconsistency, that it's made for cup competition, and especially against teams. If we if we can stay away from English teams, fantastic. Um, mm. I'd even I take Real Madrid. Atletico Madrid, I would have salty hands with. I'd be like, I don't know if I can have Suarez and Simeone come to Anfield. It's 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 too much. But um, without shadow of a doubt, if we we can definitely win the, the Champions League. Well, here's hoping. Yep, that's all. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> Good night, one Forest. <laughs> um, you touched on their Merseyside derby thoughts. Yeah, thoughts, definitely. I have some, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you want me to share them? Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. This podcast is only for shits and giggles. Like, this is just, you know, we just... Uh, welcome to the podcast. We will now play silence for the next 25 minutes. Oh, thoughts about Everton. Uh, obviously, I want Liverpool to win, but it's the Merseyside derby. Uh, in the league, they're both, both playing shit. Yeah. Um, which has a draw written all over Um or a late stupid goal. It's at half five. It's at Anfield, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Half five I, Anfield. I just want a surprise re-inclusion of Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> step on Jordan Pickford's face. <laughs> the, the, the game, the, what the, how is he still a goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford? He has the shortest arms I've ever seen as a he keeper. Assassinated, he assassinated um, Virgil van Dijk. He's now yes, a he hero did. in fucking Everton. Yeah. 
that's they can fucking make a statue towards Jordan Pickford having two foot tall outside the fucking stadium. Um, he is the T Rex of the goalkeeping world. He really is. Um, no, I, I uh, obviously hope Liverpool win. I like the one at the week uh, during the week that hopefully that puts a little bit of um, a run. To, they, they can put a bit of a run together. But to be honest with you, league form has been shocking. So there's absolutely no, and it's Murray said Derby. So it's going to be impossible to predict. Anyone who says that Liverpool are um, bona fide, like fucking winners for this game, are, yeah. yeah, they're not. They're not at I, all. So I honestly, I I think there'll be goals in this game. I want to see Liverpool shaded, but I, I just can't call it. I mean, I just can't call it. So I'll just go for. Uh, I think Liverpool will win 7-4. <laughs> seven four. Good call, good call. Okay. I, so we have just, I don't, Reece I don't, Williams I, and Ben Davies in defence, then do we? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I can't call that game at all. Not even. What would be your What would be your team that you'd like to see against Everton? What would be your Liverpool eleven against Everton? Okay, uh, I would. I would like to see. Uh, right. Okay. So obviously, uh, Alison Becker, mm-hmm. um, uh, Trent, and. Uh, What's his face? Who I keep forgetting his name. Robertson. Jesus Christ, Robertson. <laughs> yeah, I always forget his name. I'm useless. Uh, uh, Davies and Kabak. Okay. Uh, I don't think uh, Fabinho's fit, is he? I haven't had heard anything to say that he was. Okay, uh, if, two, two if, days out. Okay, he's probably not fit, but if he was fit, I would go uh, Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum. If he wasn't fit. Uh, you, you have to put Thiago in there. Thiago, yeah. If Fabinho's fit, you take Thiago out of the team because I think Thiago's been a disaster. Not you one. can you can add Thiago and a yellow card. <laughs> like away. I sent I, I sent a text message on the group one, Hatchet Alcantara. Unbelievably bad. Unbelievably yeah. sh- he's the Paul Scholes of tackling right now. Yeah. He's shocking. How did he get so bad? Oh, I don't know. Is Was he, he ever not? good? That's the question. I don't know. I haven't seen much of him in, at Bayern Munich to, or, or even Barcelona to, 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 to suggest he was terrible attacking. But fuck me. I mean, he is awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's, he's just... Oh, wow. And yeah. um, up front, who I would like to see would be uh, Mane, Salah and Jota. But obviously Jota, Jota's yeah. not quite back there. Yeah. Uh, so you got to put Bobby in there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, get Henderson back into midfield. Yeah. Um, and like, what's the point in signing Ben Davies if you're not going to play him? This, this what is, is the point? You know. I, so I put a defender in there. I mean, okay, Henderson, he'll fill in, the, but he's not a defender. Even I, I'd even I'd even sacrifice at this stage Fabinho going back in there, and Henderson being pushed into midfield with uh, Wijnaldum yeah. and Thiago, and um, just just to have like I mean like Fabinho has proved that he's he's like the second best central defender we have. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, second and he's best already... central defender that we have, which means he's possibly the second best central defender in the world. <laughs> the world. And he's also the best central mid, uh, central defensive midfielder in the world. Like, um, so and what did we pay for him? Like fifty million for fuck's I mean, when he first, it, it just goes to show you, like even when himself Robertson came, and even Oxley Chamberlain, it took them so long to get into Klopp's system, but yeah. when they did, they were so effective. Um, so that, that'd be a team I'd like to see. I know Kate is on training again. Ox is getting fit again. No, Front three, I'm done. You just ha- I, I'm absolutely done with Kate and Ox. Done. Right. Done. Good luck. Yeah. Go find another club now. I know. I know. It's it's hard to stand by it at this stage. Yeah. Um, I mean, even Shakiri's been more fit than them. That's that's saying something. 
Yeah. Um, there, there's nothing you can do up front. It has to be Bobby. It has to be Mane and Salah. Um, yeah. You just hope that they play the way they did for to pin Everton back in. Because um, Everton are not going to come out and try and take the game. It's a Carlo Ancelotti team that run yeah. a bad run. They're going to sit back for a while, try and get to nil at half time, and then try and peg one to Richarlison and then take it from there against Trent and whoever's playing at right back, right centre back. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I, there's, it's impossible to predict because Liverpool and Everton have been inconsistent, and it's a Merseyside derby. So I'm hoping for a win, but I can see a draw. Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. We don't care. Premier League shit this year. Oh, oh, and that too. That that too. Absolutely pig awful to watch. <laughs> pig awful. Um, yeah, Premier League. If you're listening, uh, time to start open your performance there, and uh, you know, start getting. Oh, actually, that's a point. I seen something there the other day where uh, the Premier League have put out feelers for consultations on um, a pay per view service, um, not a pay per view service, a subscription service, direct a subscription service. What will that look like? Uh, that's what I said. They're, they're going to, um, well, it looks like, I said, I read an article on it. It was a small one. It said more to follow on it. And it said they were, they were starting a consultation process on, uh, uh, they're going to cut out all the media, the middlemen. So okay. it'll be to them direct. So basically is, kind of an NFL sort of a job. Well, I thought, do the NFL do that, do they? They have their own channel, yeah. Yeah, but like, no, this will be like a, a, a Netflix subscription service. Yeah, you can you can subscribe to the NFL channel, and then you get all the NFL games. You don't have to go through um, yourself, like yeah. just to watch your own games. You don't have to go through like CBS or NBC or anything like that. Yeah, and that's so that's what they're looking at. So okay. hopefully, touch wood, because okay. if if they roll that out right across the world, it brings the price of it down. It just it absolutely does. Yeah, there's too many platforms to watch football right now. It's ridiculous. You know, well, like especially it, over in Europe. Well, look, one of the reasons why I got Sky Sports out. Was because, um, I like I like football, but I don't. I, I wouldn't be a massive fan of the other games like you are. Yeah. I like the Liverpool games, and Sky Sports had like one, maybe two Liverpool games on a month. So, ra- I, rather I, than rather than fucking paying Sky Sports for a month for two games, what is like that makes no sense whatsoever. So I just got the second thing out. Dave, it's not over an obligation to football that I watch Brighton against West Brom. It's because that's a better game than Liverpool against Wolves or Liverpool against Manchester City right now. All those games are shite. They're shocking. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm watching West Ham over here. Give me a break. What's happening? I'm watching David Moyes. The fucking dement- dementor. Oh, on to yourself, Robert. <laughs> it's, better than watching, it's better than watching any of the top six play each other. It's fucking yeah. depressing, though it is. Yeah. Worst do, season ever. Do you, know what, do you know what they should do now? Just stop the league now and just go, right, that's it. Let's see you next season. It would be more entertaining to watch. <laughs> so you're looking for you're looking for if you want to put this on a TV angle, you're looking for the end of the Sopranos, basically for you, where it just fades to black. The Premier League just fades to black. That's that is someone who's never seen the Sopranos. Yes, exactly. Oh, you're a fucking pervert. How have you been? How have you not seen the fucking Sopranos? I don't know. It's like how have I never seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> I don't know. I can understand. I can, well, because you you won't get the next four years of your life back. That's why. If you include the Hobbit into that too. The Hobbit, how dare you? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I've never got into Lord of the Rings or anything like that. In fact, I think I went to see uh, Lord, one of the Lord of the Rings movies with you. You did. You saw that with me in Blanchardstown, I think Tala. it was. Or Tala. Was it Tala? Well, no, it wasn't yeah. Tala. 
was. And I got up and walked out. Well, it was four and a half hours into it. You were done. It wasn't fucking four and a half hours into it. It was like ten minutes into it and some trees started talking. I got up and walked out of the fucking cinema. The trees didn't said, start talking. We just, only... spiked your, we just spiked your popcorn. <laughs> I've only ever walked out of two movies in my life. One was uh, 28 Days Later and mm. uh, whichever one of the Lord of the Rings I went to see with you and watch. I don't think I've, I've ever physically walked out, but I've definitely mentally checked out. I think <laughs> I definitely one of the ones I definitely mentally checked out was Minority Report. That was that was it for me. That was a Colin shocking movie. Deadly Buzz Farrell. <laughs> that was a terrible fucking movie. Um lovely bunch of people though. Anything with Tom Cruise in it is a terrible movie. Oh, why are we talking about movies? Oh yeah, because the Premier League shit. Yeah, there you go. That's why. <laughs> That's slowly becoming a movie and TV podcast as opposed to a Premier League one. <laughs> It'd be more is. fucking entertaining at the moment anyway, let's face it. Yeah, um, Robbie, you fucking watch The Sopranos, you pervert. Yeah. <laughs> um, look, you, there was one there you said City have a pep in their step, but look, we all know that we Man City didn't want to win the league. Yeah. We don't even need to touch on that one. Um, I just thought it was a good play on words to be quite honest with you. But yeah, whatever. no, it, it was good. Yeah, bravo. Bravo to you. Thank you. Um, so... Apparently, referees are headbutting players now. Is any maritime death? Should we all be doing that, Father? <laughs> Are you seeing your headbutting uh, players now? Should we all be doing that? <laughs> you see the footage of it, it's hilarious. Alan Judge, who's like five foot four, five foot five, and this referee is definitely six two, bald head, shaved, beard, fit, like big. Yeah, but and he, what did he say to him? I mean, Oh, the referee didn't do that for no reason. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, okay. So what happened was, like, I don't know if you saw the footage, but Joe, Alan Judge ran into the box. He plays for Ipswich. Ran into the box. Uh, was taken down. It did look like a penalty. Referee, what, like, you know, arms away, not a penalty. Ball went out of play. What happened was, Judge walked towards the referee, but I don't know if it was because the referee was so tall, he took bigger steps, so he got the judge quicker. And then, as he was talking to Judge, he just leaned his head right in towards him, and then the Ipswich players were trying to drag the referee away. Then he pulled out the yellow card and booked judge for judge for dive, for diving. So some something else happened there. It, it, they had it had to have, you know, for, like if if the referee just did that without provocation, then he can never referee a game ever again. But the referees are always um, provocated. They're they're always provoked. Um, yeah, but they, you know, they never they never headbutt people. Well, maybe this person is deranged, David. Like if you saw the if you saw the footage of him, he looks like someone half two on a Saturday night trying to start a row with a tree. So <laughs> <laughs> he looks psychotic when he's looking at George and he has a head pressed up against him. It's, <laughs> anyway, there's an internal investigation into it, but like I said, it's only a matter of time before this shit happens. I think COVID, no fans and everything like that is affecting everyone and this referee just had a fucking brain fart about it. Yeah. Against the smallest person on the pitch and he just happened to be Irish. <laughs> That's the same thing. Like you know, I just I can only imagine that something sparked that. You know, I don't I don't see a referee doing that for no reason. But then again, yeah, oh, it's happened over. It's happened over in France, where in in the in um, league, <clears throat> where a referee um, kicked another player and chopped them down, and he got banned. <laughs> so it's it's not without. Uh, when other incidents happen, so be interesting to see what happens. Anyway, can't see him refereeing again unless it's on the uh, the UFC or something like that. 
or or just or just in the in a, in a, in a back of an Aldi um, in Kilmartin Estate. I don't know. You you look yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and look, uh, going on to the last podcast, we were talking about racism there as well, and James McLean uh, coming out and talking about the abuse that he's getting. Yeah. And is that racism as well? I mean, it, well, no, it's not. It's 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 sectarianism. What's the difference, though? Well, as far as I know, I think sectarian is, sectarianism is based upon um, your religious beliefs in the north. Yeah. Oh, no, that's fine. So, I, I get that, but what's the difference? I mean, there's no difference. Call it what you want. You're you're being singled out for being different than someone else. I, I think James McLean's uh, problem was that he can take the he can take the abuse, but what's happened is that his family are taking it now, or have been taking it for some time. So his brother is getting messages on Instagram, and like we said, we went back to these social media posts, these social media platforms like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all these other ones. Um, is that they're allowing these posts to be to be made, um, and I think McLean said he just had enough, and and he's getting he's getting abu- like Ian Wright got abused. He's getting abused by 14, 13, 14 year old people, yeah. kids. Um, but I, I think feel like it's easy to do that. Doesn't James McLean just get abused because he won't wear the poppy, you know? And anyone who knows anything about Irish history, you know, you could understand if. If there's an Irish player and he wants to wear the poppy, he doesn't make an issue of it, fine. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't, then it shouldn't be an issue because if people knew, you know, the atrocities that were committed, you know, in this country in the name of the union and vice versa in the name of republicanism, you know, you wouldn't support that. I wouldn't wear a poppy. But even, yeah. I, I think it's more, I even think it's, it's even more intimate uh, for him because he comes from County Derry. Mm. And he, he, yeah, exactly. So he comes from he comes from the slaughter that happened, and he knows people and he knows families that have been affected by that. And he associates that because it's the British Army. He associates that with the poppy, and it's not. He's and he said it before. It's not about World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Iraq, or anything like that. It's the fact that what happened in County Derry, and that's why he doesn't wear the poppy. And I and like a lot of things that people stand up for that are quite specific and not generalized is that people don't understand it. They're unwilling to look into it and educate themselves and would just rather be sectarian, racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic uh, about the whole situation instead of just looking into that individual's um, stance on things. Mm. So and why that individual um, chooses to do what to do. But he spoke really eloquently. He was on um, off the ball spoke really well on just how he speaks to his kids about that i mean you've got you've got like a, a seven-year-old in the house um how would you feel about it's trying to explain to your your son um i'm being called a pikey and we called a fiend we called a, a, a terrorist or a hooligan or a rebel or all these sort of things just because i don't want to wear a poppy on a certain time of the year yeah you know so. Um, to be fair, um, the poppy is, I know in, in England it's a symbol of the military and all that, but mm-hmm. it has no place in sport. It's a political symbol. So I it, totally agree. It, it doesn't have a place in sport. I mean, by all means, the club can do things and help it, but it doesn't have a place on a jersey, in my opinion. Now, I know English people would disagree with me on that, and that's fine. I'm happy to no, debate some, 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 that. Some, no, not all English, some English people would disagree. 
not everyone would disagree with that at all. It's a, it's it's a very uh, ambiguous fucking uh, representation that everyone, you know, either you go along with it or you don't. I mean, you you, you can be apathetic to it as well, especially for for someone like James McLean who grew up during the troubles, in the troubles, and has family that were directly affected by it. So. I don't know. The way he spoke it made me feel really bad for him, his family, his relatives and stuff. It was just like, why the fuck should he put up with this shit? <laughs> and the fact that he's been putting up with it since, what, I think he said he got his first death threat in 2012. Yeah. And he's been, re- he's been receiving them. And we're in 2021. It's been, what, nine years? Nearly nine years. And they still yeah. have, the police, the police have all the documentation and still haven't found anyone. Yeah. I think that just goes to show you the, the, the amount of effort that's been put into it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, Rob. I think you're right. And look, I think at that, you know, we'll leave it. Nothing more needs to be said that it's it's it has no place in sport. You know, sport is supposed to be a distraction, you know, from all that bullshit. You know, yeah. that's and that's why I don't think any political symbols should have any place in sport whatsoever. Yeah. None. So that that's just my opinion. I said people will disagree. That's fine. You're, you're entitled to a disagree. That's what living in a yep. free society is all about. And by all means, come on and talk to me about it. Yourself and yourself will happily sit here and listen to it. Listen is right. Yeah. Yeah. Okie doke on that. We'll leave it there, buddy. We'll talk to you. Okie dokie, Bill. Next week. Um, I, I, I said I'm not going to be in any sort of humour to talk over the next few days. So you're not. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you next week sometime. Is that all right? All right. Stay safe, man. Take it easy. Take it easy. Bye.